Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ingrid. What's happening? What is up? How are you? Well, I've been feeling like shit, but... <laughs> okay, why? What's happening? Just feeling a bit under the weather. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like if I overdo it, yeah, then I'll get kind of a headache and feel nauseous. And usually if I rest and take a bath and do all of the magic stuff, then mm-hmm. I'll feel better. But I took a really long bath. I made myself homemade chicken soup. I did all the things, drank so much tea. Mm-hmm. And then woke up yesterday still feeling like shit. And yeah. then even kind of this morning, I wasn't feeling great. But I went for a walk and I'm um, feeling a little bit lighter. Hmm. I think it's because, you know, as we're recording this, Mars is moving into Sagittarius. And so a few weeks ago, when the Sun and Mercury were moving into Sagittarius, you were having that emotional meltdown, oh. breakdown. And now Mars is moving into Sagittarius as we're recording this. And that squares your your Mercury, it squares your Sun, because your Mercury and Sun are in Virgo. So Sagittarius is mutable fire, Virgo, mutable Earth. So any other Virgo people out there or Pisces people, you know, the Sagittarius season right now with the Sun and Mercury and Mars now moving through Sagittarius, it brings about some real challenges for the other mutable signs, especially the the water and earth. Yeah, I wonder if anyone else is any of those things. Scott just said, if anybody is one of those, write us at the Weekly Transit <laughs> or at Inguru, because I want to know. I yes. love I love when people with my same chart write me and tell me the similarities. It's, it's wild. I mean, I've had two clients in the last year that both got COVID when the sun was squaring their sun. That's strange. Yeah. But it's not really strange for me. You're like, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I, I wasn't saying that. I knew <laughs> that they were going to get COVID. But it, when your sun or your Mercury or any of your planets, but especially the sun, because the sun is the identity. It's vitality. Oh. So when your vitality is getting squared by something, it breaks down you energetically. You know, I forget sometimes that it's not just our identity. You always say life, light, and vitality, mm-hmm. but vitality is very a very physical feeling. Yes, yes. It's like your being. Yes. I remember a few years ago when the sun was squaring my sun on the day that it happened. Like, I, I didn't get sick or anything, but... I felt so worn down, like in the middle of the afternoon, like I had to like crawl into bed and just like got in the fetal position and just had to sleep. And it wasn't like a nap, you know, it was like 
we're, we're powering you down <laughs> right now into a coma. Yeah, that's what it's kind of felt like. I got in the bathtub mm-hmm. and then I put my head under the faucet and put ice cold water and was having the faucet run over my third eye and my scalp. Mm-hmm. And it felt so good. Mm-hmm. It was like I need to like freeze my head. Yes. Oh, and that's mercury, which is like... The mind. Fuck. Yes, exactly. And Mars rules the head. It's, you know, it's Aries, the head. So Mars is moving through Sagittarius. Mars represents the head, charging ahead, moving forward. You know, maybe that's just some reflections that I can think on about maybe what is happening up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Usually it happens only when I'm super stressed out, but maybe there's some psychological baggage hiding in there mm-hmm. that needs to come out that I need to do some digging with. Yes. Because I have been checking out a bit more lately with like some uh-huh. TV shows and stuff. So uh-huh. maybe there's some shit in there. Yes. They're like pay more attention to you and less to the screens. Yeah. I was thinking it was kind of a screen thing. So this makes sense. Yes, exactly. So it's like you're tired looking at the screen. Because energetically, you're being drawn away from that. It's like you have to go within. And if you're just staring at the screen, you're trying to escape what's happening within. You know, I have really cut back on drinking to almost none. Mm-hmm. Last year was I really overdid it because I, I knew I wanted to check out and I was doing it on purpose. And now I'm trying to check in. But then it's so easy. I think especially last week, TV and also food. I feel like I was binging on just ice cream and like just going all out and i think that that was you know my way of checking out for sure food and technology exactly it's not just tv or alcohol you know it's the phone it's using food as a drug Mm -hmm. uh i mean there's so many different material things there's so much out there that you can use to escape yeah And so the question is, are you using it to escape? Are you using it to do something else? But if it's to escape, then... It's not serving you. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I have a really good handle on it. And yeah, and I knew I was kind of doing it, but I wasn't really checking in to see why. I was just like, oh, I just want to like veg out. Yeah. I'm sure there's some stuff in there. Maybe I need to meditate on. Yes. Yes. All the fun stuff. Yes. And my closet is like kind of still clean. I don't know if anyone listens regularly, but usually my closet is where I think my psychological baggage manifests Mm -hmm. and I've kind of organized that and kept it nice for a while. So I think it's like manifesting in other ways now, like the food and the um, binging on shows. Yeah. It's like you're going through different areas of your life. It's like the closet is taken care of now, but now that that's taken care (laughs) of, there's other parts of your life that need maintenance yeah that's really interesting yeah just move to another like another place to cover something up Mm -hmm, exactly it's just always shifting exactly yes so should we get into the week ahead yeah one thing before we start i wanted to let everyone know that if you look at the description when you're listening to the podcast you can go to each day of the week and click into each day and it will automatically go to that day if you want to re-listen to the days of the week as you go along It works in Spotify, but it doesn't work in Apple as you click, but you can still see the time markers, so it makes it really nice to do refreshers throughout the week. Yes, so if you're in Spotify and it's, I want to go back to listen to Tuesday, or I want to jump ahead to Friday. Yes, exactly. Yes, you just click on the number. Cool, Ingrid. Thank you. Amazing. So this is the week of December 20th to the 26th. That's what we're looking at this week. We got Christmas in here. Yeah, 
I don't like to mention holidays, though. So. I know you don't. <laughs> but it brings brings a lot of stress up, though, just in everybody. Everyone's psychological baggage is, like, on fire. Yeah, well, there's going to be a lot of tension this week. There's some very tense alignments occurring uh, with this is the week where Saturn and Uranus really square off. Oh, no, this sounds really intense. We've been feeling this for a few weeks, but it reaches its peak, its crescendo this week, right before Christmas. So, you <laughs> know, really, timing. <laughs> if you're spending time with family, uh, this is going to be wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So do we have these alignments every year right around Christmas time? No. Okay. And then Saturn and Uranus. Saturn is responsibility and restriction. And, and Uranus is like rebellion and revolution. Yes. So the planet of restriction squaring off. When you square off, it's a fight or it's a very awkward country and Western dance. Either way, it requires action, movement, Uh, So the planet of restriction squaring off versus the planet of rebellion. And uh, if you know the history of the myths of these two, Saturn is a Roman god and Uranus is a Greek god. But in the Greek myths, Saturn is known as Kronos. And Kronos was the son of Uranus. And Kronos castrated his father. Fuck. And threw the family jewels into the ocean (laughs) and uh, out bubbled up Aphrodite, a.k.a. Venus. So what the hell is that? (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I would say these two have a uh, a pretty cantankerous relationship with one another. Yeah. So, yeah, that does not sound chill. No, it's not. It's not a chill relationship between these two. Saturn and Uranus squared off with each other uh, back on June 14th. And then before that, they squared off on February 17th, both this year, 2021. Uh, But the last time they squared off before that was May of 2000, November of 99, and July of 99. The last time they squared off before that was April of 77, February of 77, July of 76, October of 75, and yeah, so uh, 75, 76, and then 99, 2000, and now again. So this is not like a yearly thing. This happens like once every 20 years or so, roughly. Um, So this is going to be an extra shitty Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. I mean, hopefully... uh, (laughs) Hopefully it's okay for people, but well, I mean, if we're if we're working with the yes, energy, yes, if you're working with the energy, that's what it's about, and so that's why you're listening to the weekly transit. And thank you for listening, uh, but you're listening because we're helping to identify the energy at hand so that you can work with the energy. So when we're looking at Monday, December twentieth, and if you want to see what we're looking at, you can subscribe to the newsletter and all the images that ingrid and i are looking at are there in the newsletter where i go into further detail about what we are talking about here on the podcast and you can see the symbols monday we're talking about uranus the planet of rebellion revolution innovation independence and the unexpected 
because when you're castrated, that might feel a bit unexpected. And that <laughs> maybe is how Uranus felt when his son did that to him. So Uranus is moving through Taurus, as we've talked about at length on this podcast, which is the sign of security, material security, all things that you value, art, culture, food, what are your senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. It's being shaken up right now since Uranus moved into Taurus back in March of 2019. How many people do you know that have moved? States? Countries? This is a period of great migration. As we've talked about before, the last time Uranus was in Taurus was 1935 to 1942, which was during the Great Depression and World War II. Millions of people moved across continents, across the globe. The time before that was 1851 to 1858, when people got in a horse and buggy and traveled thousands of miles across the continental United States to put a plate in the water and hope that gold would appear. So would this also mean, I mean, since it's material security, would that also mean like our careers and our jobs, like financial security? I think it, it works in that in some way. And I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it really talks about that here with this alignment with Mercury which is in Capricorn. And Capricorn is the sign that represents career. It's also the sign that's ruled by Saturn, the planet of responsibility. Saturn is the sign of responsibility because if you want to achieve something, you need to be in an authority. And if you want to be an authority, you have to take responsibility. In order to take responsibility, you have to do the work. These are the themes of Capricorn, and Mercury is there right now. Mercury is the planet that rules the conscious mind, how you think and how you communicate those thoughts to others. So when I think about Uranus in Taurus and like career, to choose a career, okay, why do you choose the career that you do? I mean, ask yourself that question. Why do I want to achieve what I want to achieve? So I kind of break it down like, what do you value? First of all, what do you value? What do you need? Like, do do you need to drive X type of car, live in Y type of house or apartment or this part of town or that city or out in the country like what I like to go to these types of restaurants what is it that you value once you're clear about what it is you value then you can become clear about what it is you need materially financially to secure what it is you value once you're clear about what it is you need financially then you can start to really equate that to a career Do you see how it ties together? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So last week we were actually talking about a similar thing where we're supposed to be envisioning what type of relationships we want to be calling in and really thinking about the why behind what Mm -hmm, we want. mm -hmm. That's a big theme right now. So it's like the relationships have been happening and now it's like, okay, well, outside of your relationships, what do you want? What is the purpose behind this career path you're choosing? Mm -hmm. And it really is really going inside and going in your mind and seeing what is happening in there consciously. Yes. Because we do all of these things automatically and it it just becomes second nature to just pursue something. Yeah, exactly. That's not always the best reason to be doing something. Mm -hmm. Making a conscious effort to see the why behind your goals and if those are actually going to fulfill those needs that you have. Because many times people have their dream career, they get there and they're not happy because it doesn't actually fulfill them. There There was no conversation about the why. Yes. And then they're stuck in this career. And they're spending maybe a lot of money. Like maybe you're in a career that, well, I'm making great money. I hate what I do, but I'm making great money. And 
you're spending that money on a bunch of stuff to feel better, to feel better that you don't really care about. <laughs> mm. And so maybe if you pared down what you were spending on, you would realize that, oh, I actually don't need to make this much money. I can make less and then find a line of work that is more fulfilling to me. And then you won't need to spend so much money to feel any sort of like joy or happiness in your life. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that is a key. And yes. technically, you will have more money and you'll be happier. Totally. You could still end up making as much money as you had before because you're actually loving what you do. And when you love what you do, you create greater abundance in your life. So that's Monday. One more thing before we move on to Tuesday. I wanted to say that Uranus and Mercury are at 11 degrees. Everybody, look at your astrological codes. See what is at 11 degrees because... If there's something at 11 degrees, it's getting a direct hit from Saturn and Uranus and or Uranus, depending on what sign it's in. So so feeling some sort of restriction, responsibility, feeling some sort of uh, rebellion or need to rebel, need for independence in a certain area. So, for instance, if your Mercury is at 11 degrees like it is today, with Mercury in Capricorn, you're going through a revolution of your mind. Because Mercury rules the mind. Yes. If it's connecting to Venus, say your Venus is at 11 degrees in Scorpio. Relationship. That's relationships. So you're getting hit by Saturn and by Uranus. So you're needing to take responsibility for your part in your close personal relationships, but you also might be feeling an urge to break free, maybe break up because you want greater independence. So it's like finding that balance there. It's like, do I want to take more responsibility? Am I willing to step into that role and hold myself accountable, hold my partner accountable, or do I want to end it? And if you want to end it, then you have to take responsibility for that in a different way. And if you don't have your birth chart, you can get a reading with Scott. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the website right now, there is gift cards, and it's Christmas coming up. So oh, that's if you, right. If you haven't got a present for yes. somebody, it's <laughs> a really... looking for a last-minute gift. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my cousin just got one for my aunt. I'm, I know. I'm so, I'm so excited. Ex- yes, I'm excited, too. My aunt listens to all the podcasts. That's so what I heard. Oh, wait. Wait, I probably shouldn't say it on here because <laughs> it's not going to be Christmas yet. Fuck. But it's a great gift if you're looking for a last-minute gift. Should we move on to Tuesday? Yes. Okay, so Tuesday, December 21st, we're looking at, what planet is this, Ingrid? Capricorn. Capricorn is a sign, Ingrid. God damn it, Scott. Okay, it's the sun, <laughs> the sun in Capricorn. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ingrid knew it was the sun, though. I didn't have to tell her that, because she has read the basics of astrology and knows the symbols. <laughs> Most of the so, time. Yes, Sometimes I forgot. exactly, exactly. So the sun is in Capricorn, moved in today, December 21st, Tuesday, as it does every year on December 21st. It will be in Capricorn until January 20th. So the giver of light, life, and vitality is bringing its light, life, and vitality to responsibility, hard work, mastery, authority, achievement. This is what Capricorn's about. So we're closing out the Gregorian calendar year. And this is the time when people are like, you know, I'm going to make a difference in 2022. I'm going to, you know, rise up to new heights. I have these big goals. This is Capricorn season. This is what it's about. It's about setting those goals, but then also 
taking responsibility to do the work necessary to accomplish and achieve those goals, which means planning it out and then doing it each day, step by step, ledge by ledge, just like the goat does the symbol of Capricorn to ascend to the top of the mountain. So it's interesting because the astrological calendar doesn't really match up with the Gregorian calendar, Mm -hmm. which everyone uses the regular 12 month calendar. Yes. But it does follow this season of everyone getting obsessed with like planning their goals and dreams and ambitions. Totally. Totally. That's why it, it kind of makes sense in that way where people, I think even if it wasn't the start of the year, this would just, this is just that time of year, regardless if it's, we're using the Gregorian calendar or not, where people are going to feel more ambitious. So ask yourself, what do you want to achieve? Fuck. What do you want to accomplish? This is some big shit happening right now. Like so many questions to be asking ourselves that are really important for our, our happiness. Yes. I've been listening to this guy, Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. And I'm obsessed with him. (laughs) But he says that happiness is kind of like the opposite of depression and like stagnance. So it's like, fuck, what does he say? It's basically like he talks about how goals are so important. Like everyone thinks like, oh, once I finished my, you know, my degree or once I finished this paper or once I finished this thing, then I will be happy once I achieve this. And he's like, no. That's not realistic. Usually as soon as you finish something, the next day you end up feeling lost Hmm. because you don't have any goals. So the main road to happiness is to keep setting these goals constantly to be achieving things, but to set more goals that that helps us feel like we're on a path. Yes. So this is like that reset every year to be like, okay, I need to make these goals so I can have a good year. Hmm. I wonder if he has some Capricorn in his triad. I don't, I don't necessarily think that you know, there's a one size fits all for, you know, some people, sure, it makes sense to, to set goals and, and have that trajectory for other people. I'm not so sure if that's necessarily the path, you know, it all depends on your astrological code. But your, your goals can be in different areas. So they don't all need to be, you know, achievement necessarily based, like, you know, a degree or like, yes, it, it could be a marriage, it could be having kids, it could be, you know, planting a new garden, you know, something basic for yourself, like, you know, cooking nicer meals. It doesn't have to be so like aggressive when we think of Capricorn and achievement. Sometimes it can feel intimidating if we don't connect with that energy, mm-hmm. but there's so many things we can achieve for ourselves. Yes. Right now I'm like building, building a table over here. and This feels like exciting to me. Yeah. It's very interesting. What? Interesting. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm like, is this a puzzle or well, not that? Not that one. That one's half finished. That one over there. I, I see it. Oh, okay. This table. Yeah. Well, there's two tables. Yeah. Okay. I'm just confused by it. It's interesting. Well, you don't sound very excited. Scott. I am excited. I'm thrilled. I saw them for sale, and they're like over a thousand dollars, and I'm like, I'm not fucking paying a thousand dollars for a side table. So I decided I would make it. That's cool, Ingrid. That's a great goal. This is my new goal. That's a great goal. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Okay, moving on to Wednesday, December 22nd. So this is the first day that we're going to be looking at... It looks intense. Yes. I'm not excited. This is Saturn, the planet of restriction in Aquarius, the sign that it rules, squaring off with Uranus, the planet of rebellion in Taurus. So Uranus and Saturn both rule Aquarius. 
So this is like a battle here. It's like Uranus is in Taurus squaring off with Saturn in the sign that Uranus rules, but rules with Saturn. Aquarius. So that's the community. And Uranus squares off against the moon, which is the planet of emotions, in Leo, the sign of sovereignty, the sign that rules the heart. And the moon is facing off, opposing Saturn in Aquarius. So all three of these planets, the planet of emotions, the moon, Saturn, the planet of restriction, and Uranus, the planet of rebellion, all three of these planets are aligning together. They're all at 11 degrees. So what is it 11 degrees in your astrological code? There's something intense going on here. What I see generally is this is an opportunity to ask yourself, what is in your heart? How can you express your emotional sovereignty to the authority or as an authority in the community in order to establish and secure your financial independence? I mean, I also see it as speaking your emotions in the community and whatever you're sharing is going to create a revolution in your material security. Ideally, the outcome would be to actually have security, but that revolution could go either way. What do you mean? Uranus and Taurus. So it's like Mm -hmm. a revolution of your material security. So that could mean just feeling really uneasy about the future. Maybe there's like a big shift happening based on what you've expressed in the community. You're changing careers or something like this. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of uncertainty in the community right now. Whatever community you're a part of, there's a lot of uncertainty. And so when you think of the symbol of Leo, what's the symbol of Leo? The lion. And when the lion roars, is there any uncertainty? (laughs) No. No. You know that... Someone said some shit. (laughs) That thing means fucking business. So you can't... It's not like something you can take back. Like, once you open that door, it's like, you put it out there. This is the time to create the certainty. Express your emotions courageously, boldly. Create the certainty that you fear you will lose. Wow. That's what this is. That's powerful. Yes. Yes. So this is about really tapping into your power. Yes, exactly. I mean, when you see the lion, it's like, oh, the lion has all this courage, but that doesn't mean that there is no fear. You might have a lot of fear around this, but this is the time to express it. And the way to gain courage is to do something in the face of fear. Yes. Open your heart. Open your heart. Thursday, December 23rd. The moon has moved on to the final degree in Leo, and it is opposing Jupiter, the god of thunder, in Aquarius, the sign of invention, the sign of the community. Well, I mean, I feel like this ties perfectly into the holiday because it's like (laughs) expressing your emotions boldly in the community with expansion, Jupiter there. It's like... Yes, yes. it's, It's a bit uncomfortable, but this is a gift. You need to be expressing yourself to the people... In your community and that, you know, your close personal relationships will be hopefully rewarded. It's an opposition, right? Yep. So it's just kind of like a gift and a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's, very, it's very intense. It's a very intense alignment. So the way I see it is like that restriction yesterday is now like off and it's created expansion. So maybe you felt a little restricted on, on Wednesday. You felt a little restri- restricted. And now today on Thursday, it's like you're letting it out. You're letting it out. And how would you like to let it out? Who would you like to let it out to? Where would you like to let it out? Open your heart. Express yourself. 
express your emotional sovereignty and your your uniqueness. What makes you, you? And last week we were talking about a lot of Gemini stuff, which was about curiosity and asking questions. So mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. last week you gathered the information you needed mm, to yeah. be able to now express yourself emotionally. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it feel like powerful and grounded and not just out of anger. It's like you kind of did the research. Yes. Amazing. I love it. Thank you, Ingrid. Friday, December 24th. This one feels confusing. There's a square and a trine. It's like, yeah, uncomfortable, but also a gift. Uh-huh. And then there's the in conjunction, which is uncomfy, okay. as Ingrid likes to say. So we're looking at the three planets that we were looking at on Wednesday. The moon, your emotions, Saturn restriction, and Uranus revolution. Exactly. Except now the moon has moved on to 11 degrees in Virgo. Uh, So it's creating a different energetic frequency for the emotions. Whereas on on Wednesday, that frequency was expressive. It was the lion. It was roaring. Now it's the virgin. It's demure. It's it's keeping things to yourself and looking at all the details, analyzing everything. So it's like you, you spit your words out, you opened your heart, you shared your heart, and now you're you crit- are... <laughs> you're critiquing everything now. <laughs> Damn it, Virgo. Probably yourself, critiquing yourself. So yeah. how can I think about my emotions in an analytical way that allows me to establish my financial security and independence while also taking responsibility yes i love that yes ingrid that saturn energy Mm -hmm. exactly exactly and this i mean this is a gift because when we take a look at ourselves we're able to grow but it is uncomfortable because nobody wants to take a look at themselves and see how they could do things differently that's always like fuck yes i don't like this about myself but if we don't do that analyzing then we don't get the opportunity to get better at it that's it that's it so we gotta analyze we gotta take a second look love it saturday december 25th okay so this is my prediction Uh you get a gift on christmas that you fucking hate it's like being direct in your close personal relationships and your romantic relationships and healing the wound to your self-confidence now you're gonna have to tell somebody that you don't like what they got you (laughs) (laughs) okay i like that i like that yeah that works so uh but we're looking at venus the planet of relationships which is in conjunction with pluto the planet of transformation in capricorn the sign of achievement authority responsibility so venus is retrograde now a couple weeks ago venus moved conjunct with pluto And now here we are two weeks later. I think it was like around December 14th. Now here we are two weeks later and Venus is back conjunct with Pluto. After it finishes its retrograde and moves forward again, it's going to be conjunct with Pluto again. So this is happening three times. So we're going through a lot of transformations of our relationship energy. So this kind of goes back to last week. Uh, which was the 14th when we were talking about this the first time and who do you want to partner with? What do you want to achieve? Who are the people that you want to be in relationship with that are going to help you accomplish and achieve your ambitions? Are you taking responsibility for your part in the relationship? And if you are, then 
you can now take that position of authority in the relationship and make sure that the person that you're in partnership is also being held accountable for their part as well. It doesn't mean that you're bossing them around, but you can if they're not, <laughs> uh, because we made an agreement here. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be bossy to tell somebody what you agreed upon. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes we can think of it that way, but it's like, if you don't ask for what you need or what you agreed upon, then you're never going to get it. Exactly. People don't always have like, not on purpose, but people don't always have your best intentions in mind. You're like, we agreed upon this. Remember? Yep. And just reminding somebody of that and asking for what you need. You might just get what you want. Yes. Yes. And if you don't, then, you know, fuck that person. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, you reevaluate the relationship, not not just fuck them. Exactly. But. but there might be some of that fuck that person thing with the other alignment that we're talking about today, which is Mars, the god of war, in Sagittarius, the optimistic, freedom-loving, ethical, truth-telling sign symbolized by the archer, aligning with Chiron, the wounded healer, in Aries, the sign of courage. So this is when you didn't get that present you wanted. And you're like, I'm taking this back mm -hmm. to get the present that I do want. Yeah. You asked me what I wanted. You <laughs> got me something else that I fucking hate. What no, the hell? Well, then I say, well, you didn't tell me what you wanted. Is this Gabriella? No. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriella just picks out her own presents and oh, then yeah. I pay for them. Yeah, she doesn't like <laughs> gifts. Well, she likes gifts, but... She wants exactly what she's picked exactly. out. Exactly. She wants what she wants. It's It's like one of those complicated things where it's like, she wants what she wants... But she also wants the you person. Know. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> she she's not like hard on me. Like you didn't know you need to. She doesn't make me be a mind reader. She's happy with you get what you want and I will buy it for you. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I feel like this is such a Virgo thing. Yeah, totally. I, mean, I feel like I'm so critical of gifts. It's obnoxious. I'm just like, don't get me something because I'm not going to like it. Exactly. Like unless there's a couple people who could maybe get me something that I'll actually like. But this year, my mom told me, she's like, okay, pick from these things. Like she wanted to get me some house stuff. And she's like, you pick it out and I'm going to buy it for you. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I love that idea. It's hilarious. So anyway, Mars, the God of war, the planet of action aligning with Chiron. So this is this is that opportunity to move forward in a way that allows you to feel free and authentic, honest. When you feel authentic and honest and real, that is when you're connected to spirit. You're like, I am one with the universe. It doesn't matter what I do. I just have to be true to me because me is all I'm meant to be. I don't have to be anyone else. I don't have to be what anyone else wants me to be. I just have to be me. I mean, and that in turn is healing the wound to your self-confidence. Exactly. I feel like the, exactly. the Christmas present idea is kind of basic and small, but at the same time, it's such a reflection for a bigger picture issue, like being able to speak your mind Yes. and be blunt and honest with exactly. people. And that's the Christmas gift to yourself Oh my God. is to be authentic, I to be that. real, to be honest and commit to being in relationships with people that accept and appreciate you for who you are and they see that you take responsibility for who you are therefore they take responsibility for who they are and everybody's clear about who everyone is and it's a good relationship <laughs> i love it yes merry christmas sunday this is christmas oh shit this is christmas oh well then that's even more fitting yes for christmas <laughs> 
So today is the is the day after Christmas, Ingrid. Today, figure it out somehow. And if we got it wrong, who cares? <laughs> We're not perfect here. Uh, so Sunday, December twenty sixth. We're looking at Mercury again, the planet of communication in Capricorn, aligning with Neptune, the planet of intuition in Pisces, the sign of the unconscious. I feel like this is preparing us for like this New Year's vibe. How so? I mean, Neptune in Pisces is like the like the unconscious world and like the dream world. Mm-hmm. So like dreaming of what we want and communicating it in terms of our um, achievements and our ambition. What are the dreams? Yeah. What's your dream? What is your dream for next year? What is your dream for 2022? Yes. Taking that dream and articulating it into your conscious reality and speaking it into existence by saying, I, this is my dream, this is what I want, and this is what I need to do in order to make that happen. What is that for you? Well, that seems like a really good preparation for the new year. Yes. Oh, and if you want a new year resolution reading. Yes. If if you need help planning out your goals and what you want to accomplish and achieve for 2022, or, you know, my schedule's filling up. So if it's not until February or March, you can still jump in there. And who said that it has to start in January? It can start anytime how to ride the planetary waves for the coming year where to focus your attention when to focus your attention in specific areas so that you are hitting the momentum and stride right ingrid yes okay thank you to our listeners oh yeah this week we got on the canada itunes charts singapore and estonia so the number two self-help podcast in estonia Thank you to the people of Estonia for listening to the Weekly Transit. Yeah, it's so fun. I love it. (laughs) I love it. It's awesome. Amazing. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit, 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 transit.